Have you ever wondered what it takes to become a pro makeup artist? Are you obsessed with the bridal beauty industry too? In this episode, I sat down with my friend and fellow pro makeup artist, Sharin Ratner, also known as Makeup by Sharin, to have a discussion on how she started her journey as a makeup artist, her favorite tips for bridal beauty, and advice for aspiring artists wanting to enter the beauty world. I actually recorded this on my Instagram Live with Sharin as we applied our makeup and shared our favorite product tips and tricks. You can watch it on Instagram at B on IGTV. I do a weekly live show where I have a guest join me and put on a face while we discuss all things beauty and business. So sorry if the sound can be a little choppy. Sharin is a really talented artist but she's also just really down to earth. I loved hearing her story on how she got her start in the industry and her first awkward interview at MAC Cosmetics. We discuss what's in our makeup kits, what it's like to build a team, both the ups and the downs. We talked about the importance of building community over competition and avoiding burnout as an artist. Overall, Sharin gives practical advice for artists wanting to start their freelance business, and I just love chatting with her. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Let's jump in. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm good. You look well, so I, pretty. Thank you. So do you. I tried to do like my hair, but I'm not a hairstylist. So we'll just. It looks it. good. Thank you. I love that like loose, wispy. Dirty. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so much for joining. We're going to be talking all things like beauty, makeup, business. And um, well, for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself? So I've been doing makeup for about 13 years. I went to school for painting and printmaking at VCU. And I um, quickly realized that I was not going to be a painter when I graduated from college. So I decided to join the beauty world and I started working at MAC right out of college and I fell in love with all things beauty and just like empowering women and men and it was amazing so and then my son um, when my son was born I decided to start freelancing and the rest has kind of been history so you did you know anyone at Mac or did you just apply I just applied okay yeah. Were you, were you already amazing at makeup or? No. And I remember doing my interview and like when, so when you do the interview at Mac, you know, yes. you have to actually like do the makeup on a model. Yeah. And when I got the brushes that they gave me to use, they were wet. So like when I applied like blush, it was like wet streaky blush. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. I was like, I, I'm not going to pass this. Who did you take as your model? My friend. Okay. Yeah. It was very scary. And then That's... they made me sell them a pencil. They were like, sell me this pencil. I was like, it writes so nicely. Like the <laughs> nicest pencil you've ever had in your life. <laughs> but so you already have an art background. Um, and I've seen your artwork and it's really beautiful. And it's amazing that you are an artist. Um, but that you decided to like, instead of doing, um, that, I guess, what would you call it? Fine art? <laughs> yeah. Fine art. Okay. Yeah. That you decided to go, well, I, I mean, you probably make, I guess you'd make more money as a makeup artist. I don't know. I mean, unless someone <laughs> wants to buy my paintings for like 
a ridiculous, um, which I don't even have. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. (laughs) But um, I think school kind of just took out the fun for me. Okay. It was more like of a, you have to do this instead of like, I want to do this. And so I think that's where my career path changed. do, Do you feel like school helped you become a better makeup artist though? Yeah, I think definitely, like technically, there are some things, for example, color theory, right? Okay. And like when it comes to matching people's skin tones and what colors are best for what, you know, skin colors, skin types. And I think that absolutely helped and they really do go hand in hand. So I would say to answer your question, yes, absolutely. I find that I find that artists that went to makeup schools have just a better time really with exactly what you're talking about, like color matching, putting unique colors together, like creating original and unique looks, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, I I'm I don't have that artist background. I really love the connection to people, which is a huge part of the job. That's what kind of fires me up as, as a makeup artist. I love that. I love that. And honestly, I feel like I learned so much from just watching my like fellow artists. Like, oh yeah. It was oh, yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Going, working at Mac was like going to school. I mean, it was, it was the best education as a makeup artist. If you ever, I think if there's any aspiring makeup artists, if you can get a job at Mac, I don't know if it's the same. How many years ago were you there? Um, eight. eight okay. Years ago. So it's been, well, I guess nine since I last worked there. So for me, I mean, I don't, I guess things have changed a little bit, but it was such a great education for me as a makeup artist and like working with all different types of people, um, different like age groups, different te- like skin textures, color, like absolutely. Skin like you get out of there and you feel like you can do anyone's makeup. For that's sure. yeah, that's absolutely accurate. I would agree with that a hundred percent. It was definitely a great like way to start and get you into the world of beauty and makeup. And so I agree that that it is a great kind of first great first step for someone who's an inspiring makeup artist. So right now you've been offering virtual lessons, right? Yes. Have you done any yet? um, We have. And I I think the the thing about them that is really cool is that it's a way for you to make money right now, which, you know, because people are social distancing, um, but it's also just a way to stay creative and actually doing makeup because we're not doing the level of makeup that we've been, you know, that we're used to doing during this time. This is like our supposed to be a really, really busy season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, you know, supposed to be applying makeup to like 10 people a day, Yeah, um, but we're not doing that. And I think, I think uh, makeup artists really have to, and artists in general really have to um, find a way to stay creative and stay connected to their craft right now. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't know about, what it's like for you but for me like I get so bored doing my own makeup I'm like yeah. okay I already know this face you know and so it's been a struggle but it's been the zoom lessons have been so fun and so great well you're working with so many different people right yeah yeah so I will say I think the one-on-ones are more beneficial for everyone because you can really tailor it to that one person that one skin type that one skin tone um but with that said, the group ones are really fun too. You're doing you're doing the virtual lessons up to how many people do you tend to like allow to join? Five. Okay. So it's but kind of a fun thing to do with your girlfriends. Definitely. So um, I have one, um, I have three girls tomorrow 
who um, they got it for their mom for Mother's Day. So it's two sisters. Yeah. So that's a great, that's a great thing. And so I'm excited about that one. I think three is a great number too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And it's such a great way because it's not as expensive as it would be to do it in person. Oh, no. It's like way less. So it's a great way for you to do something fun. Like if you're still in quarantine, um, you're social distancing, it's a great way to do something where you're learning. And I mean, everyone's on Zoom right now. So you should be learning. You want to look good for your meetings, I think. Yeah. And you you don't have to have like a full blown, like beat face on, but even just like a crisp, clean, classic look, I think is what everyone wants to have in their back pocket. Right. And how long are your virtual lessons? So the group ones take about two hours because you're constantly critiquing them and being like, okay, Cindy, hold your brush a little bit more like this. And then right. you're like, you, and then they all have different palettes. So I'm like, okay, you use this color, you use that one. So those are a little bit longer, right. but the one-on-ones are about an hour. Yeah. Little, yeah. Which is actually pretty similar to what it's like doing it in person. Yeah. I think the group lessons always take a longer time. Um, and you're kind of, I did a makeup, a group makeup lesson um, live you know, in person with mm-hmm. like, I think it was eight people and it was like, it was hours long, but it, it, it's, yeah, but it was really fun. So, it is. It's so fun. And they love it too. So you have your own makeup team mm-hmm. uh, and both of us do, and you were kind of solo for a while, decided to expand. Tell me what that was like and what kind of motivated you to do that. So, um, Well, initially, my sister, my twin sister, was really the only person that helped me out. She's great at both hair and makeup. And then I realized I was just really missing a lot of opportunity on weddings without having a team because I would just say, sorry, I'm not available. And then it was like, bye. But (laughs) I was like, we're missing the mark here. So we brought brought, um, Brittany on. And then soon after that, a few others and... It's been amazing. Um, a lot of them you've trained yourself too, right? We have, we definitely have some like sessions where we kind of go and refresh, I would say. Right. And then um, like I went to an r- amazing masterclass in New Jersey with Claire. And after that, I was like so inspired and kind of wanted to reteach those techniques to the girls. So in situations like that, yeah, absolutely. It's, what a- It's amazing when you take, like, even though you've been doing this for so long and, you know, been working for so many years, you have to um, find a new way to re-motivate yourself because even the, when you love your work, it, you get to these points where you're, you, it feels a little bit like stagnant Uh and like you're not growing. And um, so I think like learning from other people, no matter how long you've been doing something is so important. I completely agree. It's like, you can always learn. I mean, think about like Facebook went to Instagram and now Instagram is like, it's TikTok and it's like, things are always evolving and changing. And I think that applies in so many different industries and we're doing Yeah. And I think we're doing a disservice to ourselves by not um, gaining more knowledge and experience in those areas. Absolutely. I I think if you're not growing you're kind of dying and it it goes in that is like regarding makeup business anything that you're doing 
um, even as your profession, you really kind of have to stick, stay up with the times. Yep. Otherwise you're just like relying on, you know, maybe clients that you already have, but you're not really getting these new clients because they're going to be excited to, um, work with you. You don't know what like the latest trends are, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I also feel like that goes back to the zoom lessons. Yeah. I think the main things with those is that rightfully so we're all kind of stuck in a rut. Like we've learned how to do our makeup in our certain way. And and that's the way that we've kind of trained ourselves. But I feel like it's our job and our goal to push you out of that comfort zone and make you do something different. Because if you stay the same, doing the same thing, then nothing's going to change. Right. Right. Yes, I think so. And I think, makeup keeps changing. So like the makeup you did on yourself when you were 18, is not the makeup you should be doing on yourself when you're 25. It's not the makeup you should be doing when you're 35. So that should still and continue. Don't even want to go there. Girl, (laughs) I'm, I'm going to celebrate a big, well, not the biggest birthday, but I'm turning 39. Like soon. Does she not look like she's 17? It's it's seriously insane to me, Anna. I want to just keep saying that I'm 35 just over and over and over again. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So obviously like we both are, we have our teams. For me, one of the fun things about having a team was the mentorship. I love mentorship. I think it's so fun. I think the collaboration yeah. aspect of it is so fun. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a huge, that was a huge motivator for me. And to have my own team, obviously you get to make more money <laughs> having a team, like mm-hmm. the earning potential is yep. awesome. Um, and you're not limiting yourself, but even then, like we are, we work on different teams, but we actually recommend clients to each other back and forth all the, all time. the time, all the time. And I, that's something that I wanted to encourage, like our artist community and anyone who's, it doesn't matter what profession you're in. If you have well, especially as an entrepreneur, like if you have the opportunity to um, connect with other people and network, it uh, doesn't matter that they do the same thing you do. There's always opportunities. And for us, it's like been such a huge blessing just to encourage each other, share tricks um, and even share like clients and leads. Absolutely. And w- so we should tell them we're all in a group on Facebook or not on Facebook, on Instagram. And there's probably how many of us now in there? I want to see like 30 people, 30 artists are there. And it's been such an amazing, I think, experience because we can ask each other questions. And it is it is a full blown empowering group of women who are not like, oh, no, this is my wedding. You can't have this wedding. It's like, listen, there's (laughs) so many. Like, do you guys want to do this wedding? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We do that all the time. There's yeah. so many weddings to go around. Think about all the venues in DC. Think about all the weddings in the wineries and in, you know, like the Western areas. And there's just enough to go around. So I feel like spread the love. Like we're all going to have one and yeah. it shouldn't be like, and, and honestly, like if you get a weekend off, what's it's wrong with that? It's the nicest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. You get to this point in your work that when you don't have, well, right now that's not the case, obviously, because we're all um in quarantine you know when you're working and you're working like every freaking weekend and then you decide you're going to take a weekend off and people are like oh do you want to work this weekend you're like no i really don't yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna chill um it's a really nice thing i think to enjoy your job you really need some balance anyways 100 percent. absolutely oh yeah absolutely 
Wow. Um, AK uh, underscore King said 850,000 weddings canceled because of COVID. Supporting each other is girl power. Absolutely. Oh, that's an awesome. That's an yeah. awesome. I love it. I do follow like Rising Tide Society. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. I but, have heard um, of it. Yeah, I, I love the philosophy of just the fact that, you know, um, you can all lift each other up. If you're doing well and you help others do well is, you know, it's only going to benefit you. It's, it's going to be- benefit everyone. Education really benefits everyone. So we're sharing information, you know? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Our, it, it helps all of our businesses. It really does. And I think, again, I think it's great that we have that group because I feel like we are very fair and motivational and encouraging and helpful and it's just it's been great and we've had lunches together and yeah. we've met people that we only followed on instagram and then we got to meet them in person we're like oh here you are like for real you're a real person let me yeah talk to you. <laughs> that's how i felt um, when i met you for the first time i was like hi i know it's like oh you live outside of instagram so what is the downside of actually running a team and you know, because I feel like, you know, people might see it as like, wow, she has a makeup, she has a whole team, or she owns a studio, or she has a salon, or she owns a business. And, you know, people really admire that. And because you have pushed yourself to like reach new levels, but it's also really, really hard. It's, <laughs> I don't think people realize that. Well, let's talk about, okay, so Anna has like a team of how many? Uh, we're about 40. Okay. We're six. Yeah. And, and I like struggle. Well, six is a lot. Any, any amount of people, it's a lot. I, um, you know, as I kept growing, I did hire help to help Mm -hmm. me manage the teams and the people that were working with me. So I don't do that by myself and I don't want anyone to think that I do anything by myself. Um, because I love the art of collaboration. I'm always having help, but um, are, are you kind of like running everything by yourself at this point, like the operations of your business? So, yes, I do get a lot of help. And like we have come up with what I would say is a great kind of way to like organize and visually see everything that's going on. Okay. Um I would say three of us mainly have more work than the others. Okay. But, um, Where it's like would, more full time. Yeah. Versus just part-time. And, you know, when I talk about the artists too, like some of them are, a lot of them are part-time because makeup to me is, it's just the greatest side hustle. I think if you're a stay-at-home mom and you want to do something that we're going to earn a great income and socialize with people and do something fun, I think being, being a makeup artist or a hairstylist, um, like a, a special event and wedding, um, is so awesome. You make Absolutely. a lot of money you have the best time and you're also contributing and helping people. It's just beautiful. And so, and then also if you have a full-time job and you want that extra income, it's also a great job too. Absolutely. I agree. I always tell like, people are, do you love doing this? Like when I'm doing makeup, I'm like, I literally just feel like I'm hanging out with you and just happen to be doing your makeup and we're just having a conversation. Yeah. And everyone's in a good mood because it's the best day of their lives and everyone's happy and drinking champagne and playing music. And it's just like, it's the best time. It's It's the best. When they like give you strawberry, um, what is it? Chocolate covered strawberries. And they have like leftover sandwiches after the end of doing like a big Those are the best. The leftover sandwiches. Are you hungry? I'm like, yes. You're like falling over. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) you're parched. 
<laughs> yeah, you you look crazy because you know you have you peed once and you have drank like one bottle of water. Oh my gosh, I, it's so funny to me because by the end of like they, you know, our clients look amazing and we look so crazy. Ratchet. Ratchet. <laughs> Usually there's like some makeup on us. And oh my god! Our clothes and we're like oily, super oily at the end of everything. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I would say, okay, so I would say the challenging part of owning your business is that like, so I'm definitely more of a creative at heart and I don't necessarily enjoy the, the back end of my job. Um, yeah. You know, all the, like the, the nitty gritty and the paperwork. And the I know emails, it's important. Emails back and forth. I don't think people know how many emails happen between even just like one bride. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, and not in a bad way, but it's just, what's that? Especially right now. Oh, I know. Like, I know. There's never been more emails sent back and friggin' forth right now. No, it's, it's insane. It's really insane. Oh, I love that lip. Oh girl. Let me tell you. What is that? Candy K. Uh, Uh Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a little it's, deep. It's, it, it, I'm probably going to put a little gloss on top of it. But you know okay. what? It's so, That's so good for pictures. And can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like, I just feel like it's important to go a little bit out of your comfort zone on your wedding day and wear a little bit more makeup than you're used to. Because not only is it going to photograph better, but it's going to stay longer and last the entire night. Like literally you will look the same when they're doing those sparklers at the end of the night, it's going yeah. to look the same. Um, You're right because the um, the brides that I've had that want very little makeup and I look back at pictures and I look at the sparkler exit, I'm like, oh, it doesn't look like you have hardly anything on, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Especially in the summer months, like when it's hot and- <laughs> Yeah, and everything is melting off. Yeah. What you talking about? Yeah. No, seriously, you have to put more on, especially during, um, you, you, you just got to layer it on. I feel you like do. Too, with the kissing and the, you know, hugging people and you're making, you're like hugging people with your face. And I don't know, it just, you need all that extra, you know, and it in, still can be like natural colors, but you just need more. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, like in the Persian culture, we kiss both sides, like, uh, like your che- cheeks touch. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to need to take a blush with you, babe. The, and the, we- other, the other thing is that wedding days are getting longer and longer and longer. Like, because people are getting their makeup done five hours before their ceremony, um, because they're going to do like four hours of pictures. I know. I know. So that's the other thing. It's like, you have to make it last. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make it last. So somebody's asking, how do you suggest wearing and applying more properly i mean in regards to foundation i feel like the proper um like moisturizing this the Mm -hmm. skin prep is going to be really important absolutely so i always say like spray yourself just to get initial moisture with any kind of it doesn't have to be a setting spray like this is the mario badescu um cucumber water i just put it in the mac one because i like the way this one sprays better okay And then as my skin is still wet, I go in with like my moisturizer. And if you're extremely porous, I would suggest going in with the primer. Um, And it's all, I agree with Anna, it's all about the skin prep in order for your foundation to last. But it's also about 
when you have like this liquid foundation, you have to set it with something. I, I call it like locking it in. If you don't lock that in, it's going to move around because it's, it's an emollient, right? So if you don't lock it in, then it's inevitably not going to be as long wearing. Do you tend to be, are you uh, more oily skin? I'm like dry? normal to dry actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you still use powders and everything. I do. But like, as I'm doing right now, like I haven't done blush yet, but I okay. always spray in between. You spray in between. Like a lot. So you're normal to dry. I am normal to oily. So okay. I, for me in an hour or two, I'm going to look dewy. This is going to look dewy. Right now I used a mattifying primer underneath my foundation, um, which I used makeup forever foundation. And I did the step one and I want to see how it wears today mm -hmm. on, yep. my, on myself. So that's helpful because it's, it's like the prepping is done underneath the foundation. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully I won't need as much like powder for myself. So also, if you're very oily, there is a product that I swear by, and it's by the brand Moran, which I'm sure you've heard of. Moran, not Josie Moran, just Moran. Moran, yeah. It's like, M I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It's M-E-H-R-O-N. Oh, and yeah. It's called yeah. Skin Prep. And oh, yeah. yeah, so you put it on a clean face and with the cotton round, and it, it acts as a toner, a primer, and it also makes your skin feel really tight like really, really tight. And it is amazing for oily skin. I actually put on a lot of brides, especially the summer brides, especially the oily brides. So you should try that. Um, I've never tried that one and I'll probably get that because I, I'm always looking for good ones for the summer. So what, um, somebody had asked me, what are your favorite lashes? Like what are some good quality lashes? And yeah, you so can share yours. I actually really just like Ardell's. And the reason is that they're very comfortable. And if you get a set of the individuals, so like here, I already put um, a set of Kiss ones on, but these Ardell's, if you put these on and if it's like not enough, you can go in with the individuals and really customize the eye shape and really, and they're still so comfortable. So there's nothing worse than those like mink. I love, the, I love the look of them. I'll, I'll say that, but the bands sometimes can be extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, they're thick. They're the so the thick. bands are thick. And if you're not used to wearing lashes, mm -hmm. if you love a heavy lash look, that's so different because you're used to wearing the full mink lashes. But if you're not used to that, you're going to be so uncomfortable on your wedding day to have this like heavy lash band. So Ardell's are very comfortable. Usually people don't complain when I put Ardell's on them. They're like, oh, it doesn't feel like I have anything on. And that's exactly what you want. But also one of my artists, her name is Albie. She's created her own lash line and they are stunning. Like I, I also put those on a lot of rides. They're also mink, but the band for some reason on those are not uncomfortable. And so I highly recommend those too. Yeah. One of my artists did the same and I've been wearing them too. And it's so fun. I, I think it's amazing when people do stuff like that. You're like, so, so I'm awesome. making my own lash brand. Like girl, go for it. I'm surprised um, you don't have a makeup line yet. I know. You know what? I've thought about it a lot, but, um, I'm just more interested in like the connection that I get through makeup versus I, the products are amazing. And I, there's so many great brands. If I were to come up with something different, I probably would. So what advice would you give right now? This is kind of a weird time to enter um, the industry, the beauty industry, but what advice would you give to someone if they were like wanting to become a makeup artist or they're an aspiring makeup artist or they, um, 
are not working very much and want to kind of build their clientele? Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think the first thing, especially if you're young, is reach out to the artists in your community that inspire you and that you feel like you can connect to their style and just ask them to come along, be their intern, go see what a day in the life of a makeup artist is like full blown and you can help them. You can help like, you know, clean their brushes and you really get a sense of like a full day. So one of my um, artists actually, that's how she reached out to me. She was like, can I just come like shadow you? And you know, now she's a part of the team. Right. I recommend that you know, highly, and then start building your Instagram by just doing your, your friends, your family, and just post, post all of it, especially before and afters. Everyone has a bunch of, you know, bring, if you're, if you're in college, you should have like a bunch of like really cute friends that you can do their makeup. Especially if you're in a sorority, you have like 900 of them. Oh my, you're, you were in a sorority, right? I was in a sorority. That's been super helpful. I feel like um, every other time I post someone, you're like, I know her. She's one of my sorority sisters. I've probably done like 11 or 12 of my sorority sisters makeup for their weddings. And it's been just the absolute best. And so amazing that we've kind of come full circle. And now some of them are pregnant. Some of them have had babies. And it's just been an amazing um, experience because it keeps us in touch, you know? If you don't have sorority sisters do makeup for your nieces, do makeup for um, your aunties, do makeup for your, your neighbors. You like, can even well, go online and literally, I mean, you can go online and find anyone and just ask them like, can I practice my makeup if they look like a normal person and they're photogenic? I, I mean, I do recommend choosing people who are a little more photogenic or are used to like feeling comfortable taking, getting pictures taken yeah. of them. Because yeah, you are putting them like on blast. So you are, yeah. um, but also just but, like yourself. Yes, do Absolutely. it on yourself. But not everything should be a selfie. Even no. though I do that a lot now. No, I love them. Keep That's them a coming. different situation. <laughs> That's when you've been doing this a long time. You can post whatever you the heck you want to. But when you're starting off, the other thing is do it all the time. Like make it a point to post a new picture once a week, twice a week, like a new client once or twice a week. Yeah. I also did a lot of collaborative shoots when I was starting off. Oh yeah. And like all the time styled shoots. You, yeah. you really want to say yes more than no in, in the beginning. Um, even if it's something that might not be right up your alley, it's important to just make connections and meet people because you never know when that's going to come around and help you out later. Do you remember your first like paid client? I think I remember my first wedding okay. after I stopped. Yeah. After I stopped working at Mac when I still lived in New York and, um, Cy was born. You were and, living in New York when Cy was born? Yeah. So I was born in New York and then, um, we were actually invited to this person's wedding, but, uh, so I went earlier and I did like seven people and then we were also invited to the wedding. And so it was amazing. I was like, Oh my God, I just like made money like doing that. And I don't know why I was like so surprised, but I think it gave me the, the like motivation, motivation. Thank you. Um, to know that I could keep going and do it as a profession. So what is, what is motivating you now? (laughs) I mean, in this quarantine, like what is getting you excited and up in the morning (laughs) every day? Uh, That's, That's a hard a good, question. Yeah, that was a hard question. Um, 
Well, I mean, you're still working. You're, you're seeing clients virtually now. I am. I am. I just, I don't, that's a, Anna, that was hard. I think just like knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that this will pass. Yeah. And, um, I actually, my bath bomb had a little message in it the other night on mother's day. I took a bath and it said this too shall pass. And I was like, okay. Like, so it's just like knowing that everything will get back to normal and we will get back to our daily routines and, you know, the kids will be able to go back to school and we'll get to go to the gym and see our brides again. And so just like knowing that this is maybe just an opportunity for you to be thankful for your family and, and just be happy with what you have. Do you think you'll do anything different after quarantine? Like, and going back to work, will, will it be different for you at all? I don't know. I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle just because um, of how much dates have changed and stuff. So I think that some of our months are going to be extremely, extremely busy. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure that's the same for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm working. I had every year before I start and, you know, when you get to this point where you're working as a makeup artist all the time. Uh, um, you'll get to a point where you really have to set a time, mm-hmm. set aside family time. Yeah. So uh, before, you know, when you're first starting, you're like, yes, I want to work. I want to work. I want to make money. And then after you've been doing this for several years, you're like, I need some space and time in my schedule. I need to actually start saying no to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I was very particular at the beginning of the year and I knew when I was going to be working, when I was not yep. being very intentional about that. Um, but I'm definitely going to be working a lot more than I thought I was. Um, this fall. So oh, yeah. I, yeah, because so many of the dates change. So a lot of the weddings that I was going to do in spring um, and the opportunities that I had, I'm now going to be doing them in the fall. And it's going to be crazy um, if, if things don't get rescheduled. But right. I think too, I mean, I mean, that's my advice. And I know you're building and like you have a team too. And that's something to definitely do for yourself, like in the future. And when things do get back to normal, because you're a highly requested makeup artist, to make sure just so like you don't experience this crazy burnout to schedule breaks in between of your busy season so that you still love your job at the end of the- <laughs> you want to go back to your job. No, I think that's an amazing um, thing to say and a piece of advice because there was months where I felt like I was burnt out. And like, in fact, I got like lockjaw from one of my months just because it was so stressful and I was like okay that's showing you that you're taking on too much and so I have like revised that but I think that we can always and it's hard when you're like the owner of the business you just want to like push 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 and work and try to do it all but it's it is important to take a step back and be like okay and here's the thing as the owner you know if one of your artists gets sick you have to like figure out what to do if you know something goes wrong you're you're the one responsible for it right. so that's why you have to create this breathing room for the unexpected things in life that you weren't planning for and that just end up coming up but you know everyone you get there it's a great place to be because you have options and choices you just kind of have to figure it out absolutely i agree i agree Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Where can people find you, just in case? Um, On Instagram, I'm makeupbysharin underscore. Okay. Yes. Bye, Sharin. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Thank you. You too.
Behind the Face with Anna B is created by our lovely host, Anna Buitrago, and me, Julia Melton. Audio and sound mixing by Julia Melton. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at BTF with Anna B and follow Anna at Makeup by Anna B. If you enjoyed this episode, it would really help us if you subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. Thank you.